Hello, hello, hello. My name is Chas and I am the founder of the Three Hour Workday. And this podcast is about helping and inspiring all you busy business bitches out there, how you can create a three hour workday for your business so that you can be free, you can be happy, and you can have fun doing whatever it is you love doing. And hey, by busy business bitches, I view that as a term of power, nothing in the negative, but all about power that you have as a woman. With that, let's get into today's episode. Just actually, I just started my coaching business, blogging for uh, like the past okay. years. That that was also a, I considered it business uh, because uh, well, it took a lot of my time, and I was thinking, well, I, I can I can do something about that uh, later on. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I am a parenting, uh, coach, uh, for, uh, moms and dads, well, mostly for moms, but I don't exclude dads from parenting. So you work with parents. That's exciting. Yes. Yes. Um, yes, yes. Yeah. And do you ever get any dads? Have you ever worked with any dads? Well, uh, not uh, like in one-on-one. Yeah. Yeah. But but I do uh, chat with a lot of uh, dads about their problems as parents. So. Yeah, which I think is such an important thing, right? Like, because so many people do co-parent, where it's like mm-hmm. both mom and dad are equals, which I believe it should be, right? Like, it shouldn't all, all the responsibility shouldn't fall on the moms, right? Like that. Exactly, exactly. That's one of my goals, actually, to uh, make parenting like cooperative mission, not uh, just one person uh, responsible for everything. Ooh, so uh, how do you do that? Like, so what do you, what would you teach like that? How would you teach uh, How do I teach that? Well, uh just uh, like trying to uh, find the dads that uh, are uh, already aware of their importance for the kids. There are dads that already know what's going on and there are dads that say, okay, that's not my business. Well, I try to give examples of people who already uh, already uh, accept their, uh, themselves as uh, dads, as parents, as uh, yeah. not only that I, uh, um, I I bring money home, so that's all I do. No, uh, I try to show them that there are other uh, fathers who actually do care and that their kids um, really, really appreciate that because, well, uh, a kid needs needs two parents. Yeah, right? a kid needs two parents. So if there is uh, that, because well, I'm not talking about single moms or yeah. single dads because that's a totally different story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, if there is a dad at home and he uh, doesn't care, mm-hmm. well, that's very harmful for the kids. Yeah, yeah. I find that um, like I'm very thankful for my husband because he like spending time with the kids too and um and he's not just the one working bringing home the money but also feels that like yeah his job is to also take the kids to go do fun things and stuff like that and the kids like that um my kids still always come to me first like 
they'll always text me what's for dinner or what's for breakfast. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. go ask your dad. (laughs) Right. um, So as a mom, I'm trying to shift that off (laughs) to my husband Mm -hmm. um, because he's willing to get how not every dad is quite there yet. They might want Mm -hmm. there, you know, they don't want to be, um, necessarily just the income provider maybe but yeah want to be more involved but then they just don't really know how so do you help then dads know what to do and how to connect with their kids or what do you mm-hmm. do yeah uh, this is this is actually what uh, i'm trying to uh to do um well uh first of all i try to help them make the mind shift uh, okay. that is needed to, for that so so that they realize uh what the 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 issue is mm-hmm. and uh, uh this is the this is the start because if we don't do those mind shifts uh, also uh moms need uh, sometimes the those mind shifts because they just uh, assume that uh, what was passed by generations that mom stays at home with the kids and dad goes to work uh so they just accept that state and don't uh, feel um even though they do feel it's unfair they don't know how to change that mm. so do you talk to the moms and dads at the same time then mm, well uh i didn't have an opportunity yet but yeah. uh, if i did i definitely would so do you think that some moms will be like they'll find you and be like, Natalia, you need to talk to my husband. <laughs> I'll well, pay you to work with my husband. <laughs> I don't usually do that. Well, I, I did that when I was uh, like a tutor for kids. So the parent paid me so that I work with their kids. But I don't really uh, want to uh, like work with an adult when somebody else uh, is paying because, uh, well, uh, if there is a, a payment, there is uh, like the, the will to, to work. And I'm, I, I can't work with someone who doesn't want, who, who doesn't have the will. Yeah. So what made you start your business? Why did you start? uh why i started so um i when i it was like mm, i had been working at school for 10 years Mm -hmm. and then uh i felt a situation at in the, the the state schools in poland was getting very tense uh like there were a lot of changes uh there was a reform there were uh new people uh employed so some of the old people were um uh like uh, sacked and uh, a lot of that uh, didn't feel right and um at the same time um so, soon after that i got pregnant with my uh, second baby and uh, at that moment I thought well I'm going to uh, get a doctor's leave from work and uh, during that doctor's leave I was going to uh, think of something I wasn't uh, even sure what uh, I was going to do exactly and I just had that vague idea that 
uh, after 10 years working at school and uh, with my uh, education and everything, I am an expert on uh, raising kids. So at uh, first, I was going to write a blog about uh, mainly about raising kids and uh, uh, everything that parents do with kids. Later on, it shifted because I was getting more and more conscious about my own mental health, health uh, as a mom. And I started writing more posts about uh, mental health, about uh, mm, self-care for moms and dads, about uh, being a parent, not about uh, parenting, uh, like working with kids, but more about being a parent and how to uh, keep yourself and your family, that means your husband, wife, a partner, uh, kids, everyone um, in a good um, mental shape. Yeah. And so what, um, were you, what kind of mental health were you experiencing? Like after I had my second, I know like I had lots of postpartum depression and then from being overtired, being really lonely, being at home by myself, and I normally have, um, I'm prone to like depression and anxiety. And, um, and then even as my kids got older, like a lot more anxiety around even just being a parent and then being more me. So what were you feeling that led you to start writing about more mental health as a parent? Um, actually, uh, as I mentioned uh, with the problems at uh, work, I, uh, it was uh, actually very close to the end of the school year. So uh, I had a nervous breakdown. Mm -hmm. I had a nervous breakdown. I called uh, a psychologist that I had known from uh, years before. And she uh, suggested that I should take doctor's leave till the end of the school year since everything was already done. The marks were uh, already given. So it was just going to work and uh, actually playing with kids because all of the curriculum was already uh, uh, done yeah, for, for the year. Uh, so, uh, so I did and uh, I had to, I had to, well, I didn't have to, but I uh, decided that to, to help me with that uh, re extreme anxiety, I needed a help, uh, uh, I needed help of an uh, Specialist. So I went to that psychologist and I started working on my uh, mental health to be like less uh, uh, depressed, less uh, neurotic. And, uh, and during that time, I also then I got pregnant. <laughs> Oh. And, you know, with all the, the, the pregnancy hormones, my anxiety was up the roof. <laughs> that was the moment that, uh, well, mm, first I just stopped writing anything on my blog when I was feeling so, uh, so badly. Then um, I started again. So there was like a two or three months break uh, in, in my blog. And uh, uh, yeah, I, in December, uh, I had really, really intense uh, uh, anxiety attacks, like with uh, um, problems with sleeping at night. And I was uh, six months pregnant. So that was, I considered it dangerous for the baby. And it even, 
it made my anxiety even worse mm-hmm. because I was feeling that my uh, mental health problems may bring harm to my family, mm-hmm. to the baby, to others. So I'm a highly sensitive person. I know that it's like one fifth of society is highly sensitive. That's quite a large number, actually. Yeah. Uh, but still it doesn't help me. <laughs> that doesn't help, right? <laughs> Knowing that you're not the only one doesn't necessarily help. <laughs> yeah. So um, since January, I started uh, writing about mental health, about self-care, and uh, while I was doing research for my post, I found many uh, great ideas that I incorporated myself. And... Uh, hmm? Like what? What works for you? Uh, what works for me? Well, on everyday basis, or uh, are we already talking about the busy, hard day? Um, yeah. So, like, what kind of self care works for you on a daily basis? Yeah, let's start with that. <laughs> okay. So, uh, first of all, and that's also what I teach uh, to 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 my clients is that um, first of all, you need to take care of your basic needs. Hmm. And the most basic needs, there are four of them. That's uh, sleep, nutrition, water, and physical activity. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you take care of those four, uh, then most of your problems uh, don't seem as huge as they did before. So true. So true. Lots of times, even when I'm tired, it's like, just drink some water. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like helps you feel better. Okay, go on. What else do you do? Okay. Um, So what else I do? Um, Well, mm, uh, I used to have my uh, like uh, home spa routine uh, that I used to do on Saturdays. But when, yeah, when my first born was uh, (laughs) was born, uh, that uh, wasn't uh, possible anymore. So I divided that longer routine into three smaller ones that I try to do um, at least once a week yeah. um, so that I can feel, uh, well, you know, moms just after delivery don't uh, consider them, usually they don't consider themselves pretty. Mm-hmm. And that uh, because we are taught that we should be pretty, that makes us feel bad about mm-hmm. ourselves. So. Uh, that makes me feel good and makes me <laughs> feel pretty. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Um, Cause if you feel pretty about yourself, who cares? Like if other people think you're pretty, but mm-hmm. like I'll put on lipstick or lipsol and I feel better or mm-hmm. um, eyeliner <laughs> and yeah, or just do your nails. Yeah. Or just do your nails. Right. Whatever makes you feel pretty mm-hmm. really exactly. does help your your mindset and your mm-hmm. emotions right um what else do you do for self-care that finds that you find works now as a mom so now you're a mom you're mm-hmm. a little bit more busy and so now what are the things that you do as a mom um to help you take care of your mental health and your physical health and yeah okay so uh it's usually a matter of priority. So if you believe that your self-care is a priority, uh, then you can always find at least those five minutes uh, to just sit down and 
uh, relax or uh, to sit down and um, like uh, practice mindfulness. Mm-hmm. I do that a lot, and when I have time, I try to meditate. Mm-hmm. Uh, but well, uh, I have I have problem uh, with uh, sometimes uh, being too 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 uh, verbally aggressive, uh, especially towards my husband. <laughs> it's not really towards the kids, but it's usually towards my husband. I I, I really have to apologize to him. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah because he does a great job here at home (laughs) and I'm just uh, you know I'm a highly sensitive person it makes me uh, very excited when something exciting happens but also makes me very angry when something triggers me. It seems like the emotions go more to the extreme right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Person I'm, I'm with you I feel I feel a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I always uh, try to, when I have a moment, to just have my cup of coffee, sit down. And uh, I used to just grab my phone and look through all the social media. Uh, now I try to put the phone away for at least a couple of minutes and think, uh, not think, like feel what I'm feeling now, what my body tells me. And look at the kids, uh, uh, feel feel what what my feelings are when I look at them. Uh, so that's uh, something that um, can really uh, calm you down on a really busy and emotional day when you when kids um, if because if if kids have a bad day, they don't always give you the chance to sit down and practice mindfulness it is sometimes well if they are very emotional uh, it's hard to stay mindful right mm-hmm. uh, if they are very emotional you just follow, follow all the emotions and they follow your emotions so the emotions like uh, like spiral up yeah uh, and, and that's hard to stop so then how do you stop that uh, it depends. Yeah, <laughs> it depends on if I can uh, like uh, catch myself uh, uh, red-handed with those emotions, so to speak. Uh, if I don't, uh, well, then there's trouble. Yeah, I know. Like uh, um, when my kids were little, um, it was like when they're just like out of control and crazy. Then it's like, Kate, you need a timeout. Go Mm -hmm. sit on the step and take some breaths. Don't Mm -hmm. talk to anybody. You're not allowed to talk and just be by yourself. And so I find the same that even they're not little anymore, but, and that goes for me as a mom too. It's like maybe sometimes when it gets a little, Mm -hmm. you just, let's all have a time out. (laughs) Let's just Mm -hmm. stop take your breath and feel your feelings. I love how you say to feel your feelings. Like I've become more aware of that lately of mm-hmm. feeling and not pushing down your feelings or ignoring yeah. them. Um, but to feel them. And so if your kids are having a bad day and really it's usually like a bad hour, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> it usually isn't the full day that they're driving you crazy, but probably just an hour that they were driving you crazy. 
or 10 minutes. <laughs> and um, so what would you do if you had a really bad hour, let's say from four o'clock to five o'clock, your kids are out of control. You feel like you're getting really wound up and like highly emotional. What mm -hmm. would you do to stop? Uh, well, first of all, you need to realize that the situation is uh, this high with uh, the level of uh, emotions. So, uh, first thing uh, I uh, th that I do is realize that he's just a small kid. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm talking about the toddler because the baby. Uh, well, she 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 might be annoying if she cries a lot, but each cry of a baby. Um, means something it's a way yeah. of communication yeah. so i just need to figure out what she wants what yeah. she needs and uh, when it comes to the toddler well he's at the age that uh, his actions are uh, always driven by uh, emotions that he feels at the very moment so i may talk to him uh, like uh, for days uh, about doing certain things and when he feels like that's uh, what he needs he will still do that because well that that's what toddlers do they feel emotions and act uh, upon them so yeah uh, first thing is to realize the kid uh like development stage can he uh control those emotions can he feel uh well he, he can feel the emotions because uh this is what kids do we are when we grow up we learn to suppress our emotions mm -hmm. uh so that's the problem he uh, can feel them but he doesn't know uh what to do with those emotions mm -hmm. because they're something new to him he's mm -hmm. learning his bodily reactions he's learning his uh emotional states he's learning all that stuff that we are um well we should as adults be able to uh manage yeah and uh it is my job as a parent to first of all uh manage my own emotions in that situation mm -hmm. and not to suppress them but to uh as we said before to feel those emotions uh realize what they uh, uh want to tell us because emotions are uh, the language of your body uh, each emotional state is uh, means that your body wants to tell you something. I learn to regulate my emotions. I can help my kid do the same. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So this is um, the only way, actually. I can't uh, teach a child uh, regulate his emotions if I'm highly like angry or or. Yeah. or uh, um, so how do you do that? So like, do you walk away? from the situation or do you just sit down and take a deep breath sit down mm -hmm. yeah take a breath and then uh well it depends what he does if he just is is just throwing a tantrum uh then uh it's best if it happens at home it's best just to wait for the emotions to cease because sometimes I come to him, I want to co comfort him, and he says, I don't want mommy, I don't want mommy. Uh, okay, if you don't want me, 
uh, just let me know when you when you want me again yeah yeah I love I'll that. be here for you I'll be here for you just and remember such a beautiful thing as a parent to say to your kids I will be here for you like that's what they're gonna remember and learn for their whole life right that mom is there for me whether I want her there or not she'll be there for me right Mm -hmm. oh that's gonna make me cry <laughs> <laughs> so okay so um all right so my kids are having a tantrum they're having a meltdown i'm gonna like acknowledge that they're trying to tell me something and don't know how to say it um, then I'm going to realize, okay, I'm the parent here. I have more control over my emotions than my kids do. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now you need to go work on your business. So what do you do? How do you shift from mm -hmm. mom and having a hard day to then working on your business? Okay. So actually this happened exactly one hour ago here. <laughs> Just, well, my kids usually, perfect, just perfect. Actually, my kids usually go to sleep between six and seven. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's uh, like 8.30 here now. Uh, so they usually go to sleep between six and seven. So I thought, okay, so they will fall asleep by seven. Then I will be able to uh, prepare for the podcast uh, by eight. So eight should be the, the right time. And guess what? Uh, the baby fell asleep at uh, six. Uh, my husband and I tried to put the toddler to bed, but he didn't want to go to sleep. <laughs> he went, he got up, came back. He went, came back. Uh, in the meantime, the baby woke up again. <laughs> so my husband took the toddler, I took the baby. And uh, um, after half an hour, we switched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah just to you know uh when you uh try to put your kid to sleep for uh, like 40 minutes or so uh there's a lot of negative energy between the two of you and it, it doesn't allow the child to fall asleep so yeah uh, i was uh also pretty nervous because well it's already this hour i need to prepare for my podcast mm -hmm. <laughs> um so finally both of them fell asleep at like uh 20 to 8 a quarter to 8 something like that uh, it all turned out that my toddler had a tummy ache oh. so he needed uh, a bit longer to uh, just yeah uh, prepare for for bed yeah. and the baby uh after i nursed her she needed to burp so it it turned out it was all just physical like bodily things yeah. it wasn't that uh, someone might think that oh my kid just don't want to let me do this or oh my god i was too excited they felt my emotions and now they don't want to go to sleep mm -hmm. actually uh, nine times out of ten it's just totally unrelated <laughs> that's really so, to realize actually um i would always think that oh i'm excited for something so my kids mm -hmm. are feeling on my emotions and therefore trying to stop me 
<laughs> they are standing in my way, you know, but to realize that no, it would have happened anyways. Mm-hmm. You know? Exactly. So uh, we, we don't really have that much control over uh, things that are happening around us and it's okay. It's okay not to have control of everything. It's uh, just try to just uh, be in control of safety mm-hmm. and uh, try to uh, make your kids uh, feel safe uh, yeah. around you. So yeah. th- these, these two things, like physical safety, uh, security, and uh, the emotional uh, security. Yeah. Uh, so when they finally went to bed, uh, well, I, I actually, today I was, uh, excited because, well, I'm in a podcast, <laughs> uh, so I didn't really have a lot of problems to switch my brain from, uh, like mom thinking to businesswoman thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, sometimes the days like this happen and, you know, you need to, uh, like get your, uh, mental state uh, right to, to be productive uh, whether you have a client uh, scheduled uh, a call with a client scheduled or you just have to sit down and write some stuff yeah mm. uh, you want to be productive you want to use those three hours that you have uh, yeah. as much as you can yeah so, uh, um, so what how do my you switch hats so how do you go from mom to mm-hmm. business owner it depends how much time you have okay so if i if i like uh, decide that i start working at eight and my kids go to sleep at seven well that's pretty much a lot of time to just get yourself uh, ready um so you can uh, i never never uh, uh suggest just going straight into work because, oh, I have so, uh, so little time, so I will just sit right away and do more. No, you won't do more. You won't do more because your brain won't be ready. Uh, you will be very unproductive in that situation. You need to just sit down. I don't know, have a cup of coffee or, uh, um, or, or, or um, coffee something tea, else wine. to drink. You know. <laughs> Well, if if you can work, I'm uh, having one. Why not? <laughs> uh, I don't usually do that. Well, I'm a breastfeeding mother, so I don't drink wine at all uh, for for now. Uh, but uh, but um, yeah, it, it it all depends what you just like. So I usually drink coffee uh, because well, someone said that a coffee is like a hug in a cup. It is. Uh, that, that, that's, that's what I really, really, really uh, believe. Um, yep. So if you drink tea, have your tea. If you drink wine, have your wine. Whatever you, uh, whatever makes you feel uh, better because you need to like reset your uh, brain. Uh, so just sit down. Uh, do something um, that doesn't uh, which is that where you would do like you feel uh, relaxed for for a couple of minutes so you can read you can watch something if you need because what watching uh and uh, social media aren't like perfect for that because uh 
the screens also have uh, impact on our brains and they, they make us more anxious, uh, putting it really, really uh, short. Uh, but uh, just find the time to sit down and recharge. And if you have like 30 or 20 minutes, uh, then, uh, well, you need to uh, act like faster, yeah? So, so you don't have the time to, to spend a whole hour with your coffee or, or anything. Yeah. Uh, then I suggest uh, either uh, a short meditation, yeah. which will like take you out from the mam mode uh, and put you into more relaxed mode. Um, uh, I, uh, because I, well, I'm a very anxious person <laughs> and, uh, I, I find it hard to meditate on my own. So I have a phone app, yeah. uh, where I can listen to guided meditations and mm -hmm. it works wonders. Uh, so just 10 minutes meditation and then you have still 10 more minutes to, uh, have your coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, and the third uh, situation is just uh, like uh, you have one minute till your clients call. Yeah. Uh, so most of um, our clients are moms, just like we are. Mm -hmm. So uh, practice that mindfulness during the call. What I mean is just uh, uh, I haven't had a situation that uh, a mom wouldn't relate to my situation. Mm -hmm. uh, what I mean is that if you just start a call uh, with uh, telling uh, your client that, well, my kids just only went to bed mm -hmm. and uh, I still have those emotions in me. So I uh, just talk to her like you talk to your friend mm -hmm. and release those emotions in this way. Why not? And uh, uh, nine times out of 10, or even I'd say 99% uh, uh, situations, uh, in 99% situations, the client wouldn't consider that like uh, uh, unprofessional. Yeah. The other way around, she would consider you uh, more like an everyday person. Totally. Uh, and she will, she will like you more. I totally agree with that. And then like you're modeling, like being authentic and being transparent mm -hmm. and you're so much more relatable when you're like, my kids just went to sleep. So I just need to like <laughs> relax a minute and then we're here to focus on you. But <laughs> so let's just take a deep breath. <laughs> and um, yeah, I like that. And so then like as a mom, it's you need to understand and, and feel. And as you've said that a couple times today, is like just feeling your feelings, you know, and acknowledging your feelings and communicating those feelings, you know, to help you relax and transition into different roles. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> So, um, let me just look here. Okay. So I want you to tell me why should people come work with you? 
why um well i help parents find balance in life uh, so that they can be more present with their kids and find the time for themselves because this is what most moms and dads uh, don't um don't uh, well first of all they feel that they need that time for themselves but they also feel that it's bad to want to have time for themselves mm -hmm. So what uh, I want to uh, teach my clients, uh, I, what I want to show them is that by taking care of themselves, they actually take better care of everyone around them. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's like with the empty cup, right? So if you, if you are depleted yourself, how are you going to take care of your kids? Yeah. So do you teach people and help coach people to find ways that work for them to do mm -hmm. that? Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. But I also share, uh, share uh, like knowledge of psychology, developmental psychology when it comes to kids. Because, well, if you realize that your child is not capable of certain things, you just stop stressing out about them not doing that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you learn how to cope with different situations. Uh, you can learn how to cope with your own emotions in those situations. And also I uh, share uh, information about uh, general psychology. So just um, what, what, what I was talking about all the time, the, how to uh, manage your emotions, how to uh, release uh, the, the tension that we have. Mm -hmm. so if you feel that uh you don't have time for yourself you don't have time to do all of the housework if you feel that uh, you're gonna lose it in front of your kids then um well come to me, talk to me <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> what do you love the most about your business right now uh what i love the most well uh happy clients <laughs> but also i like uh the ability to uh like contribute uh financially to 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 my uh, for my family and not uh, uh, leaving the kids yeah yeah so I can stay at home I can do everything from home well especially now with the pandemic and uh, uh, I know a lot of parents are uh, freaking out a lot of parents uh, are looking for a way to uh, release uh, uh, that that tension that arises in the house. A lot of teens uh, are freaking out. So, uh, and their parents don't know how to help them. Mm -hmm. So, um, all of that uh, make me feel uh, well. I I can help you to some extent. It, well, um, if you are willing to. Uh, do the work yeah 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 you can only do so much and then yes yes mm -hmm. do the work right yeah yeah i feel you <laughs> so <laughs> do you mostly do your work in the evening after your kids go to sleep yes yes because well this is the time that well i have uh, uh some like 
space uh, in the house. Um, also, sometimes in the mornings when uh, my toddler is in the kindergarten, so um, with the baby around, it, it's much easier than with the two of them. Yeah. And uh, she's such an angel. She 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 uh, usually just uh, goes to sleep at nine, and uh, and I can do everything I need around the house. Uh, so uh, that's 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 really nice of her. <laughs> yeah, right. So, do you like that schedule of like being able to be a mom and do the house stuff during the day and doing business work in the evening? Like that works for you? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so would uh, that, that would be the most mm -hmm. important thing is finding like if if you're a mom owning a business, finding a schedule that works for you. Works for you. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, because like I said earlier, it's like I can't do evenings. Like I'm tired I'm mm -hmm. right it just doesn't work for me but it works well for you and so you just have to find mm -hmm. what works for you and your family right because you can exactly. have you can yes. have a good relationship with your kids you can have a growing business and um, it's just finding the schedule finding what the schedule works. that works for you mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right exactly yeah. So is there anything else that you would like to add to tell my busy business moms? Um, yeah, is there anything that you would else like to add? Um, trust yourself ah. and trust your feelings and listen to them. Because we usually uh, try to suppress our feelings. This is what we were taught as kids, that uh, being too emotional is bad. Uh, so you should just uh, put your feelings uh, somewhere deep and, and never show them. Especially boys are taught that, that the mm -hmm. feelings are bad. That you should be tough, yeah? Yeah. Uh, you should be man enough. Yeah. Um, this is very harmful for, for young boys, especially uh, if they are highly sensitive. Mm -hmm. And uh, mm, so uh, just feel your feelings. Yeah. And uh, if you feel that you, what you said, uh, a schedule, uh, morning hours work better for you, then do that. If you feel that evenings work better for you, then do that. Uh, whatever uh, floats your boat. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That is so good. I'm going to, well, I did just write that down. <laughs> yeah. And I will put that in our show notes for sure. Okay. Description because I feel that that really covers a lot of what you talked about today. And um, so if you are um, a mom, a dad, and you just feel like there's so much emotions going on in your household and you're trying to figure out also how to manage your kids, how to manage yourself, how to manage your business, please talk to Natalia. And I will have her information in the bio notes as well. And reach out and ask for help. Help is there if you ask for it. And it is a strength. It is a strength to ask for help. It's not a weakness. It's a sign of your power and a sign of your strength. When you say, I can't do it on my own, I need help. Exactly. So, 
thank you so much for being here and for staying to the end and for listening to this podcast. And I hope you have an awesome day. I just want to invite you into my Facebook group where we do group coaching twice a week, where you get to connect with other ladies who are also growing their business and taking big giant leaps to get more clients and create the life that they want to live. So I'd invite you to that. The link for that is in the show notes. And otherwise, I hope you have a fantastic day. Put your crown on, wear it high, and get shit done.